Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of The Hate Journals. It's your girl, Black Mamba, here. We have a very special guest here today. Well, not here, but on Zoom, David Gamble. Hi, David. Oh, hey, how how's it you? going? Good good, 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 good. How are you? You know, it's, uh, it's a global pandemic, so as good as I can be during that. <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> you can legitimately hear it in your in your voice. I'm like, so how are you doing? <sighs> I'm doing all right. Uh, I'm doing okay. I'm doing all right. You're okay. still going to work, correct? Kind of. So I'm actually, yeah. I'm working from home. So yeah. although I am currently sitting in my office, but that's because nobody, uh, nobody's here on the weekends. So I oh, come nice. in on the weekends, I grab my stuff and then I head back to my house where I will quarantine during the week. Yes. Okay. So I wanted to have you on the show because one, you are hilarious. Um, for oh, thank you. Don't know. David is a comedian and he has done maybe one, maybe two shows. I'm joking. <laughs> every time I, every time I go on my um, Instagram, it's just like another show, another show. I was like, calm down. No but one not likes anymore. an overachiever. Okay. Not anymore. Not anymore. You know, I'm sad because I was, um, you know, I'm making my way in the world as a comedian a little bit. I don't mm -hmm. want to brag, but I have 694 Instagram followers at last check. You <laughs> Wait, know, you have more than we do. <laughs> no, Our podcast listeners are like, uh, go fuck yourself. We're not following you. We'll follow someone who has way better Instagram posts. Um, you just oh, yeah, keep I posting have, your own shit, ma'am. Yeah, I have crappy posts. So don't worry about that. But I can, yeah. I've also watched it tick down. I was at 699 and I was like almost 700 and now it's ticked down slowly. Yeah. So as you can tell, I'm bored during this. Just. So that's what I'm focusing on. So but where do you normally, where do you normally um, perform? So normally it's Pioneer Underground in yes. here in lovely Reno, Nevada. It's uh, it's right by the Pioneer Theater. I'm there like every Friday or Saturday night. I do one night a week because that's what my wife will allow with our two children. Right. Uh, but right before the pandemic hit, I was like, I was making my big move. I was becoming a regional comedian. Right. <laughs> so I did, I did right. Cobb's Comedy Club in San Francisco. I oh, was nice. like, this is it. I'm breaking out. How was out. it? How was it? It was great. It was great. Oh, nice. I had to, so I actually did a lot of, um, I did a lot of positive self-talk to get ready for it. Did <laughs> you? Like, yeah. I was yeah. really psyching myself up. And then right before I went on, the headliner, Ellis Rodriguez, he leans into me and he whispers in my ear. He's like, don't mess it up for me. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. All right. Cool, cool, cool. So no failure, but, no failure. No. But then it, it, I, it went well and I could tell I was feeling myself as I walked off stage because I looked at Ellis and I was like, they're all yours. <laughs> right? like, I don't talk like that. That's not me. <laughs> Just drop the mic. You're welcome. Good You're luck. Welcome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's so yeah. cool, though. How large was that venue? Uh, I think there were 290 there that night or oh, something nice. like that. So yeah, so not quite sold out, but it was the biggest, I think it was the biggest room I've played. Actually, that's not true. I also, I, last year I hosted the, uh, Big Brothers, Big Sisters, Big Chefs, Big Gala, which was 600 people. That's a mouthful. Uh, in, in like tuxedos and stuff. And so like, you know, I didn't do any dick jokes that night. I thought right. I was gonna say that's a completely different crowd. <laughs> yeah, you're yeah, really yeah. working with a different crowd, a different yeah, genre, yeah. If you will. I yeah. saved the dick jokes. I have a joke right. where I insinuate that my my wife, who is white, I insinuate that her 
uh, great aunt owned slaves. I didn't do that one that night. Okay, so I should probably <laughs> tell our listeners because this is not a, a visual medium. Um, that yes, yes, David is one hundred percent black. Uh, he that is, is a true. Man, uh, well, so he can make that joke. It is hilarious. That, that is true. My voice is like ninety percent white. So yeah, who are you telling? <laughs> who are so, you telling? David and I so went to school together, which is like so much fun because we were, I think, two of four. And I'm gonna shake my hand here, black people. Yeah, uh, just I, kidding. I like to say just four kidding. and a half. Yeah, 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 yeah. Four and a half. <laughs> um, and we all sound the same. Um, yeah. We have never been to LA. We did not grow up in LA, <laughs> and for some reason, we sound like we're all from the valley. Yes. Uh, yeah. And I'm gonna I'm not gonna lie to you guys. We actually sometimes outsound other white people <laughs> that we knew that we went to school with. They sound more um, urban. I'll use the word urban than we actually do. So it's one a fun the, thing to have in common. One of the hardest things about high school was our high school was mostly white. And the, one of the hardest things was having like super white kids tell you that you weren't black enough. <laughs> oh, like... I still get that as a black woman, like now at work, yeah. like I still get that. I'm like, you guys, that's not how black works. Exactly. I don't think my slave ancestors were like, for you. Thank God. She's going to fly right under the radar over there. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, you I mean, you can invoice if you're calling someone up, you can get Oh, by. that's the and only then they time. Meet you. Yeah. And they're like, I didn't think you would be, you know, oh, so I get tall. That. So. <laughs> I always have, um, like patients ask me, um, are you from LA originally or Oakland? <laughs> I'm like, no, neither, ma'am. Neither. Born, so, <laughs> born yeah. and raised here. It's always a weird thing. So I, I will, I will disclose that I am a, I'm a public defender in my day job. So I'm an attorney. Um, I had a client who one time he got pissed off because he got a black attorney, and he was like mad about that. And somebody told me that the, one of the social workers we were working with told me that she was like, you know, he made some comments. I don't know what it's like. He was the nicest client I've ever had. Like, right? never said anything to my face. So nice. The case ended well. We hugged. Like, it was like... It was, but see, that's I how think... I prefer my racism. I prefer oh, yeah, to yeah. hear it secondhand. And then when I meet you, you're super polite. You're really nice. Because I know that you know that you know that I know. Yes, yeah, I will. But, like, we're exactly. just going to all behave ourselves. And I'm still going to be a professional and do my job. Um, I had a our receptionist came back and found me and she's like there's this patient on the phone and they're upset about x y and z and i need you to come up and and talk to this patient and she's on my phone i'm like no problem i get on there and this patient is just going off she's like um this woman alice and i was like alice i'm not gonna stop this go. <laughs> here Let's we go, go. <laughs> you think i won't push this this rock down the hill you are a fool so I'm listening and I'm listening and I'm listening. I'm like, well, what does Alice look like? I don't know if we have an employee named Alice. And she's like, you know. <laughs> I was like, oh, don't worry about it. We got rid of her. She was the worst. We got rid of Alice. Don't we you got worry. rid of Alice. She's the worst. Yeah, don't worry about it. You will not see her when you come back in here. Yeah, if you can have a little bit of fun with people who are wild, then what yeah. are we doing? Well, um, and they turned my, uh, my, my case with my client, they turned it into an Academy Award winning film called Green Book. So check that out. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Don't you worry. It all worked out. <laughs> That's when, what a phenomenal job they did. Yes, what a great yes, film. You know, yeah, it was a really great details, film. They changed but... some very small details, just a little bit. Little bit. Um, but it was overall a real show. <laughs> So one of the things I find interesting, especially with people, obviously I do a comedy podcast. 
I do not enjoy, I don't know how you enjoy standing on a stage in front of people for an hour, 30 minutes or whatever. Oh, yeah, uh, yes. I enjoy putting my stuff out and then having people, you know, reach out to me and go, this was funny, X was funny, blah, blah, blah. But one of the things, I mean, I guess for you, it's a little bit different in the sense that you're not performing every Saturday or Friday. Obviously, that's yeah. been taken away. Yes, um, but <laughs> for me, I still have to come up with material every week, right? Like, there is no, well, I, I'll just talk about laundry. We'll turn this into a laundry podcast. <laughs> The, like the <laughs> listeners purposely tune in for this the shit that comes out of our mouths. Although but I would me, listen to a laundry podcast, I'm not gonna lie. I would, I would listen gave, like, to tips yes. on how to do laundry better. Yes. I would listen to that podcast. Yes, like how to get the lint out faster. Yeah, how to get the soap right without spilling house. on your own clothes. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> I totally would. Um, and although I am going to work every day, it's I don't have the same material, right? I don't have the road rage that I have. Right. I mean, yeah. I am. I am filled with just all sorts of just little tick, little ticks, little ticks. Yes. You know, yes. I have road rage. I don't like waiting in lines. Uh, I don't know why whenever I get into a line at like Save Mart or 7-Eleven, I think I'm the queen. I'm like, can we? Long. I've got <laughs> places a, to be in. There's actually an article that you can read on Vox.com. Really? It is uh, why you will always pick the wrong line as explained by science. So, really? <laughs> so I don't remember the gist of it. Oh, okay, cool. Thanks, David. Thanks for bringing that to our <laughs> listeners. Hey, hey, listeners, go on to Vox. We want you to just search lines. This and is how I always that am. article. You didn't tell us who wrote it. No. You didn't tell us who when it was put out. You and just honestly, said something about lines and science, and it was pretty great. Don't remember. Uh, honestly, might not even be Vox. But right, right, right. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say it's not. But you know what? Google search lines, science, and you'll, Google, you'll find Google, that bitch it. is free, and she will find whatever you There you want. go. You'll find but, it. But it has been hard to uh, get, like, material that, you know, not the same old material over and over again, because obviously yeah. you can only do so many, you know, vagina jokes and dick jokes. Obviously. Um, but even when Tried I was talking, true. <laughs> really true. Um, <laughs> but even when we were talking last week, just for briefly, you know, we were cracking up just about being a prisoner in your own home you oh are yes, truly yes. A prisoner how is it right now being a comedian who's home with your wife and your you have two children correct yes two children yes. yeah how yeah. is that because you are obviously going to have a lot of great material but the only problem with that is who are you trying it out on your wife who will be instantly <laughs> angry that you found her rage funny yes yes yeah, yeah although yeah. those are the best jokes though if like i'll run them by my wife and if they if she shrugs indifferently, that means that it might be an okay joke. It might do okay. Right. If she becomes enraged, that is a joke that will kill that night. Like, <laughs> like and <laughs> that one will kill. So here yeah, we go. I, what is happening with stand-up comedy right now is kind of weird because all of the shows are going online. So I just did right. an Instagram live show. Yeah, uh, I saw and that. People, yeah, and people are doing Zoom shows, mm -hmm. and it's kind of weird because you you don't get that same quite like instant audience feedback, but right. it is like the best we can do for now. So I think I'm going to actually set up a zoom show pretty soon and try out some new material. But yeah, all of my material right now is like, uh, it's about like being home with your kids or being home with your wife or like, uh, using Corona to keep my in-laws out of the house, you know, that sort of thing. It's like, and I don't know. And actually one of my friends was asking me, they were like, so they were going to watch the zoom show. They were like, is it going to be the same jokes that I see you do all the time? <laughs> right. Like, They're like, no I, shade, but I do not yeah. need to tune in for that. <laughs> so, I'm already suffering. Yeah. Shout out yeah. Katie. Thank you yeah. for coming to all my shows. But the, uh, no, I actually told her that I think after this, like 
I think a substantial major or a substantial majority of my act will actually have to get thrown out because it's yeah. like there's the pre-corona world and the post-corona world, and a lot of my jokes are like, "Isn't this thing funny? That kind of bothers me. That's a little thing." Right. And like right. after this, I mean, you're gonna have to talk about corona. You know, you're gonna have to right. do the corona jokes, and then like maybe weave some other stuff in. But in a way, I'm kind of I'm kind of sad because I'm like I worked like I've been doing comedy for five years now. I worked long to get like a pretty good set going, you know. Right. And now I have to start building a new set, and that is going to be horrible. It is a yeah. horrible. There is actually yes. a Jerry Seinfeld documentary called Comedian, where it shows him throwing out his old act after Seinfeld ends and building a new set, and it's him like going on stage and forgetting punchlines and the audience yelling at him. So Just I'm awkward. very scared. I don't mm -hmm. want this to end because people think I'm a good comedian right now. Right. <laughs> I'm going to just, just prove right. it all after this. <laughs> right. They have complete faith in you at this point. And they're yeah, like, we expect a, a higher caliber of whatever. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm going to come out of this. I'm going to be rest. It's not going to be pretty. So yeah. anyway, watch my Zoom show next week, you guys. <laughs> But you know what? Awesome. It's good though, because I don't know, sometimes when you do comedy and whatever variation that is, you can get very comfortable, right? So that is true. Yeah. You know, even for myself, I will go back. Obviously, I edit all of our shows. Um, but there are times when I go back and I'm like, what? Like, no, 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 no. Yeah. 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 No, we've addressed it. No, it's been addressed. There's there's yeah. only so many jokes that you can do on X, Y, and Z. So exactly. Yeah, it is really difficult during. Corona, it it has actually made my job harder, and I'm doing twice the show. So oh, yeah. we do one show a week. I am doing without a doubt two shows, and that means sometimes I'm doing three to four shows in a one week, and yep. so that's a lot for your brain when you are coming home. And my husband is just like, I never know what I'm walking into. He <laughs> like what, the other day I came home, he was just like. Like bouncing. I was like, what is going on? And he was like, dude, you haven't been home all day. I haven't seen another adult. Like, I'm super pumped to see you. I was like, oh, you have to bring that way down. So, so he's I'm not exhausted. leaving the house for work then. Is that what's no, going on? he works from home. So okay. he's okay. kind of in the same boat as a lot of people. But he's still yes, working. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, it's not the same thing. You're not becoming mentally yeah. stimulated the way that you would if you were no. in the office. You know, so no. it's been difficult. Yeah. It's, yeah. And you have to find, so the biggest thing with working from home for me is uh, the Zoom meetings. Doing Zoom meetings, you have to find a good place in your house that shows like a background that's like, like you care about the world and your house. and like, Right, like you're like, not an animal. Right, exactly. you're not an well, animal. Here's some nice shelves with my, with my family's pictures on them. Like <laughs> right. the first time I went in my, in my son's room and it, like my background was like, it was like his bookshelf with like boogers and stuff on top. Right, they were like, hey, David, what's going on over there? Yeah, Where yeah, yeah. You? Yeah, are you in a crack house right now? That doesn't... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did we just hear a bunch of lighters spike up, spark up? Yeah. Is that what yeah. we just heard? Did we just yeah, heroin smoke come out of someone's mouth? Yeah, you need weird. to check it out. <laughs> a, a thing that I have turned to a lot also in this is uh, I've had a Twitter account for uh, eight years. I just got a, a yeah. thing from them that was like, you've been on Twitter for eight years. Yeah. When I got that, I had tweeted 11 times. And then, oh, wow. <laughs> and then oh, this wow. happened and I was like, I'm going to become a Twitter comedian. And so I got it all. I got whatever you need. I got it. I got, I got uh, memes. I got uh, Tiger King jokes. I got uh, all of it. All I of got it. recounted conversations between me and my wife. Anything that fits in a Twitter format, come check me out. David Gamble Jr. on Twitter. 
do it. to be he, you are just addressing it all yeah, i love twitter because if you don't have more than a thousand followers which most people do not most people have hundreds usually i'm garbage for most part. um <laughs> I so i am something pure garbage <laughs> like just open the can there i am yes. um but what's great about Twitter is if you are, if you don't have a lot of followers, you are essentially invisible. So you yeah. can slip in and make some shady ass comments and then slip out. You oh, can, that is favorite. nice. That is I just true. have to that make sure true. that I don't do it under uh, the hate journals, uh, Instagram, I have to do it under my own. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. So if I say some real spicy shit, it's just <laughs> gonna come back to me and not to my cohort AP because I would feel awful. No, my my wife is actually a troll on Twitter. She's a political she? troll. Ooh. And she trolled this dude and he blocked her. And then she was like, I can't troll him anymore. And I was you like, with well, a new name. yeah, I was like, make a lurker account then. And she was right. like, what? And I was like, just make an account that you go still like check out his stuff from. And she was like, cool. Okay. So she does that. And then she starts trolling him from the lurker account and gets blocked again. Okay, so first like, of all, your <laughs> wife isn't trolling. You are trolling through your wife. You're like, you know, he's going. That's true. Actually, to burn her account. That's, that's true. Really, now that I think, didn't of, even know yes. what that was. She well, was ready to let it go, and you were like, "Actually, <laughs> boy, do I have something for you? It's gonna blow yourself up." I'm the public face of the operation. I'm I'm smiley and nice, and everybody right. loves me. Right. And then you know she's the muscle behind the right. scenes. She's the yes. you know yeah. Who was uh who was Obama's first um his first uh, chief of staff? Are you serious? In, Is that what you just yes. asked me? How yes, rude. and then he became, you he know became what? the mayor rude. of Chicago. I don't even that. remember what I did yesterday. And it was a full fucking day. How dare you bring on political <laughs> trivia? Like, that's this kind of podcast. Like, we're a political... F- How fucking dare you? The point is, the president was the nice guy. The chief of staff was the dude who would, like, chew you out. That's my wife, you know? That's your wife. What I'm saying is I'm comparing myself to the president. Well, <laughs> okay, so, I'm so saying. far you've given us articles we can't find. And yeah. <laughs> now you're going to force everybody to go into a search, a Google search. We've all been there. You Google one thing, and then you're up till two in the morning. Your husband's yes, like, yeah. Your partner's like, what have you been doing? You're like, I don't know. This, this comedian, David, just told me about this cheap stuff. And now I'm looking at, he's like, then why are you looking at YouTube tutorials on scarves? I don't know. I, real, I, I used thing. to know this stuff. I fear yeah. that I'm getting dumber also in quarantine. That's the problem. Like, yeah. I used to know this stuff. I used to be able to, like, rattle it off very quickly. And now I'm just like, you know that one dude yeah. thing? It's, I'm, by the time I get out of this, I'm not going to have any brain left. It's yeah, I used to care. Left. I used to truly yes. care about things. Yes. Um, today, <laughs> so if you, okay, so if you want some really good material, I can, let I me do. places to go to. Okay, so every morning, I start my morning out two ways. So I have an iPad, and then I have my phone, and I go into the bathroom, and I get ready, and I turn on a podcast on low, something that, like, I don't really need to listen to, okay? Yes, yeah, just a background. Just a background, kind of like a zen sort of situation, and then I get onto Instagram, and I'm just scrolling through her Twitter, one of the two, and then on my iPad, I get onto the Nextdoor app, and I just let it rip. So this (laughs) this morning when I got up, this lady was just all about masks. She was just like, it's not that people aren't wearing them. They're just not wearing them properly, which then just sparked, I mean, every <laughs> older Caucasian <laughs> who, by the way, is retired and this is not affecting. Yes. No, no. Right. They have like glacial yeah. homes. They're retired. They have somebody that comes yes. and brings di- groceries. Like they are not missing a thing. Yes. They are losing their minds. I'm like, first of all, how do you know they're not wearing it right? You just told me that you used to be <laughs> a psychic for fun. 
I you never said you were a doctor nor a nurse, so you have no the fucking idea what you're talking about. And I didn't know there was a wrong, quote unquote, wrong way to wear one, but sure. Yeah, okay. yeah. Oh, um, but right down knows. towards the bottom, right towards the bottom, this guy just goes, let them all die. <laughs> There's always that guy. Just, he was just what, like, what's, what's the, the problem? Everyone should just They're die. too stupid to figure out how to wear a mask. <laughs> Let them all die. And I looked at my husband. I was like, yeah, he's got a point. Let him, you know, let them all die. He goes, Alex. I was like, no, no, I'm not saying I want anyone to die. I'm not saying that. But he does have a point. It's stupid enough to be wearing a mask upside down where the nose plugs are, where it says nose with two arrows, then you might want to stay in or you're going to die. I do think about that often. I think about Darwinism. I, so I am actually, I'm an asthmatic and I have allergies. I was born that Jesus. way. And I think like I would have just like died. Like Darwinism should have killed me off. And right. instead, like I have stuck around to become like a mediocre comedian, you know? <laughs> so it's like, this, is, this is what modern medicine has wrought for us. I should be dead. <laughs> you were like, asthma wasn't going to keep me down. Yeah. And instead I mean, I'm like, they actually, they're going to turn- Exactly. <laughs> so you're exactly. welcome yeah i like that you're they're gonna make a lifetime movie not and i want to be realistic with you because you are my friend like not an hbo or showtime movie or not even oh, Netflix, no, no. but for no. sure like a lifetime movie about an asthmatic comedian with <laughs> allergies and make it out here's the thing if corona. it took place at christmas though it could be hallmark so don't you know oh, that's don't true. That Don't is true. A, a, a nice feel-good <laughs> story. Yes, you actually make yes. a lot of sense because a lot of Lifetime movies are just about killing men. Yes, yeah. And I have yet to do that. You know, yes. it's, you know, it's... Well, I hope you're not killing men. Well, statistically speaking, you know, I'm yes. more likely to kill a woman than women are to kill a woman, I suppose. I think yes. that's how that works. Yes, that's, depending on I how you rage us. Yes. If, I, if I'm I think mistaken. that's good math. You've got a lot of loose yes. facts this week. Yeah, I took I took one math okay. class in college, math one right. twenty, college algebra. Right, right. nailed it. <laughs> so, yeah, Barely. exactly. So I can help yeah. my daughter. My daughter is in second grade. I can help her with her math for about another two years, and then she's oh. gonna help pace me immediately. Second grade. So, okay, so yeah. this is a fun thing because wait until they get to like fifth grade. Because I am not an idiot. Like I don't think mm. I'm I'm unintelligent. I can problem solve. I can use yeah. that are given to me. My husband's yes. a very bright individual. I'm like. I'm, by no means am I saying that we're building rocket ships down in the garage, but like we are smart people. But I will never right. forget when she came home and, and I heard my husband, he was like, you know, Keek, what's going on? Like you've been at the table doing your math homework for a smooth hour. It's almost dinner time. Like what's happening? And she was just, I remember her, like her hand on her head and she was just like, I can't get past this problem. Like, I don't know. And then she's like, and then I went on to the next problem and it got worse. And oh I heard my, my husband go, okay, well, let me see what you're working with. Okay. Like, I'm going to come yeah. and help you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah. like, walks over, and, he, and I just hear him go, hmm, okay, I carry this. Where, but where do you get it? <laughs> and I could just hear him. And then about 10 minutes later, he goes, I don't know, go in the other room, ask her. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. So I have no idea. And that's like, where we are. Come on. Yeah. Bring it no. in here. Uh, for sure, I will know. She brings it in. Then my husband comes over, and together, collectively, we are just like, I no, said, oh, yeah. No. I sent her upstairs to like grab a pen. I was like, you know what? Grab a, a pen. I need a pen to do this. And yeah. I was like, fucking Google this shit. Then okay. you're like, Alexa, what's the square word? <laughs> I was like, I don't, ha- are we idiots or did they change math? <laughs> they, they did change math, you know? Because yeah, they show you that math now. You're like, 
what is this that that apple core math what is this it's, it's terrible like my daughter comes home with this math it's it's like they're trying to teach they'll combine like math into like a an english grammar problem and then right. you're doing both at the same time and i just i can't go on two tracks like that you know i right. was born i was born in the 80s it was analog back then you know <laughs> We didn't. <laughs> we had the doing decimal system. God damn it! Exactly. We didn't right. have all this newfangled math. Right. It's, it it has not been great. So embarrassing. And she looked yes. at us like, "You guys are fucking idiots." She was like, "No, I know how to do like seventy percent of the problem. I just don't know the rest." Like you two. Yeah. No. So anytime yeah, we yeah. ask her now, we're like, "Do you need help?" And she's like, "Yeah, okay. Yeah, I don't need your fucking help." Sure. Sure. Yeah. Okay. I'll yeah. let you know if I get hung up again. Yeah. I did just think of something. I'm going to go back now to Nextdoor because I okay. thought of Nextdoor. Okay. <laughs> Are you on Nextdoor app? I'm going back 10 minutes. Yes, I am on Nextdoor. It is by far the worst app in the world. It is oh, the, the- it's, it's the worst network. What is it? Social networking. It's the most, because it is. It's just old people at home. And when I think about it, so when we moved into our neighborhood, our neighborhood is like completely white. It's just, I am the only black person in the whole neighborhood. Oh, do we have a black section here? Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. So, so when, when we moved in, my, my wife went on a walk and one of the neighbors, uh, this elderly gentleman was like, hey, and he like started talking to her. He was like, you know, an African-American family just moved in down the block. And my wife got so excited. She was like, where? <laughs> she didn't know she was there. She was like, and then he described where, and she was like, oh, that's... that's 100% our home. <laughs> so, yep, yep. So yep. I think of Nextdoor as like the app that my neighbors use to alert each other when I take a walk. That's kind yeah, of... they're it. like, here he comes. <laughs> Did anybody... He was out today. <laughs> it's kind of... It's what, a nice or, thing. Or what they try to do, which I like how they subtly try to do it. So a lot of times they'll be like, um, I don't know, but I think I saw a strange person in the neighborhood. Anyone yes, else yes. see him? Could you describe them? Right. (laughs) Could you? Tall. Yeah. If you know what I mean. Taller than you would expect based on their phone voice, if you know what I mean. (laughs) That is what we in comedy call a callback. Boom. That's right. That's right. That is the callback. That's right. Oh, my God. I love Nextdoor app. Okay, wait. What neighborhood or, like, what area of town? I'm going to believe So I'm in uh, in southwest Reno. It's... um, Oh, I know uh, you're at. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. A quaint little area um, where a lot of retirees live. Like, literally, it's... I'm in this situation that my parents were in when we we moved to Reno from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania when I was two. And, uh, and then we moved into this neighborhood and my parents were the young people on the block with the kids and everybody else was old. And then that's where we are now. We've moved in. We've brought new life to the neighborhood. We've brought it back. Right. That's how you feel. But the neighbors were like, God, I wish, why won't they go away? The other ones left. And then these ones came back. (laughs) It literally makes no sense. No. So, so we're those people, but now we're also, we, I, I, it slowly dawned on me that we are going to, you know, we're going to watch this, uh, the, the, the circle of life happen to us. We're going to become older and our kids are going to become the teenagers. And then we're going to, uh, you know, just get to the point where we're, Put, putting is that the word they use for old people putting, putting around yeah. the neighborhood yep, around. Be like, oh that's mr and mrs gamble you know right. they used to be young 
They used to enjoy life. Now they can barely walk. What I'm saying is I'm going to die a very sad death in my neighborhood. Bear, I was going to say, this This is more, it feels like more like a midlife crisis than you sharing what the future looks like. Because I'm pretty sure every fucking listener knows what the cycle of life is. Yeah, no, yeah. Really I just thought I would. Things out in quarantine. Yeah. I thought I would illustrate it for you, um, you know, just to bring you down during quarantine. Right. Because I feel that yeah. people are too happy during quarantine. Tr- truly. And what we need is just a little bit of sad. I'm sick of the positive. I'm sick of Sadness. the like, we're going to get through this. We we're might not. not. That's all I'm we saying. We won't. Yeah. We yeah. might not. And that's my message for the day. So. Just FYI, probably won't. Yeah. This is what my kids are dealing with on a daily right. basis. So you can imagine how much therapy they're going to have. as a Oh, my God. It's going to be great. I, yeah. I, I know in that old neighborhood, that's a tough neighborhood, too, for kids because um, I mean, obviously kids aren't like running around together right now. And obviously all of us who are using the brain cells in our brain are yes, trying to yes. stop that from happening. But yeah. your neighborhood's kind of an older neighborhood just in general, it is. correct? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and I live in the Northwest where it's like kind oh, of near where we So it's yes. over in that area. And we are so blessed to live in a cul-de-sac. So oh, we yeah. really, like, we're like a gang at the top. We're like, uh, excuse me, credentials. Who do you know on this road? <laughs> Mm, no, we're not. Gonna that is the that. nice. Thing. We're gonna need you to leave. We're gonna need you yes. to get out of here. Yeah, cul-de-sacs but I know really it, do make it tight. You're like a family in a cul-de-sac. Yeah, yeah you're like I a like true. That. Oh, I wouldn't even say it. Like a true gang. Like mm. we have our own thread <laughs> on Nextdoor app. We're like, did you see that guy with the? Yeah, we saw him. Yeah, yeah. You're not a yeah. true gang though, unless you have synchronized dancing in the streets. I think okay, so snapping. I've been trying to work out. So for Christmas, I had suggested that we do a dirty um, Santa uh, caroling. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, that would wait. Right? Are the carols dirty, or are people mm-hmm. dressed dirty? What's no, dirty you about this? No, totally be clean. You can like be okay. dressed like a reasonable person, but the songs I want, okay. and I want to like have a boombox, not our phones, like a boombox, um, with the just the sound of the carol, and then we make uh, yes. our own words, um, with a little <laughs> bit of choreography. You know, just some hand stuff. Like I yes. live with a lot of Caucasians, my husband cannot dance. But like I'm not gonna give him like a good one, two, three, four. Just like a oh no, 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 hands yes, up, hands down. Yeah, hands yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. yeah. situation, and they were not on board with that. No, I, I can't imagine why. No, they I can were only not. imagine the uh, the uh, next door posts that would result from that. Yeah, they uh, they really let me have it. They really let me know that this was not gonna be a good idea at all. Uh, no. So. But I, I appreciate the sentiment because one of my favorite things in movies of all time yeah. is um, synchronized dancing that comes out of nowhere. I really wish life was like that. So if you recall, um, She's All That, starring Freddie Prince oh, Jr. What a uh, great movie. Lee I watched Cook, it last right? week, David. Yes. Rachel Lee Cook, who is ugly because she wears her hair in a bun and has glasses. Can I pause second... you for one second? Yes. Just, just, yes. just one quick second. Yes. yes. Who's in the movie again? Freddie Prince Jr. and Rachel Lee Cook, I believe. And you couldn't remember who the chief of staff was. <laughs> so, you know, I only have a mind for the important things. Point mm. is... Any, uh, anywho, continue. <laughs> Rachel Lee Cook. Ugly as sin because she has a bun and glasses and, and no high school boy could Which death, never could makes see. any sense. Right. No, you can't see it that a girl is beautiful underneath all of that. So right. eventually she does take off the glasses, shake out the hair. She's gorgeous. We all know that. Uh, but if you recall at, at the prom... They all dance to Fat Boy Slim, and it's like this synchronized yes. dance. And Usher Raymond is the—he's yes. the DJ. And I he's like, like that you all use right, his y'all. full name, yes. Yeah. 
and it's Asher Tom Raymond. Bar- oh, and I use the full name because that's how he is credited in the film because that's how he registered with the Screen Actors Guild. Really, but not just Usher. Yeah, go on. Sorry, <laughs> but they all do this synchronized dance to Fat Boy Slim, and I thought that's what life should be like. Uh, and then same thing in Thirteen Going on Thirty, she goes to that party, and they all somehow know the Thriller dance. All Every everybody, step knows. everybody knows. Everybody knows. Throughout the movie, you never see one person. Nope. Saying, hey, want to get out of here so we can practice that dance we're going to yeah, make no. the end? Nope. Not a nope. one fucking nope. person. Nope. I'm like, Same wouldn't thing. that be great if we were all sociopaths and we were just in Save Heart and then all of a sudden... <laughs> Like that would be dance. amazing. It's essentially, it was, it, I guess what it was is it was a flash mob before flash mobs existed, kind of. You never yes. saw flash mobs. Yes. And I guess that's what they were doing, except you had to suspend your disbelief and either believe that they all met in scenes that we did not see, where they all Correct. rehearsed the dance. Correct. And they were probably right. fighting all the time, and then they finally got it down. Or they all just know these dances. And right. when the music starts, they just get going. Either way, I've been terribly disappointed in my adult life by the fact that this does not happen. And oh, oh absolutely. You've been something I had to work through. I'm disappointed that I'm never the star of my own fucking show. I'm like, so where <laughs> do I get to be the star of this show? When's someone going to sweep me off my feet? When do I get this to? Is... I like when I watch movies and they're just like, we got to go find him. Where is he? Paris. Well, let's get out of here. I'm like, oh, so you guys are all have the same budget? <laughs> yeah, no. There's no talk. No, it reminds me of wh- also when I went. I guess the problem is that movies and TV just completely misrepresent life. When right. I went to law school, I went with the understanding that I was going to work in a fancy ass firm. We were all going to be sexy. We were all going to be hooking up from time to time in our offices. <laughs> Much like- and none of us had to do any research or studying. You just walked into court and you argued right. the hell out of that case. And won every time. Yeah, and in a way that tied together your emotional, personal life with the case. Right. I thought, this right. is what life is going to be like. Correct. And it is nothing like that. My, <laughs> my experience as a lawyer is that it is boring, and I am annoyed and sad, and my clients don't like me. <laughs> so, <laughs> there's not been one hookup in our office. I, you know, and I don't have to participate because I'm married, so I don't have to be a part of the hookup, but I want to hear about it at least. Right, I want to hear about it. <laughs> Right, like something. Yeah. Oh, please. When I first started working in medical, I was like, oh, this is it. People are going to be hooking up in the stairwell. Oh, yeah. There's going to be a Meredith. Like on Grey's Anatomy. Right. There's going to be a, oh. a McDreamy. There's going to be yes. a McSteamy. And when I tell you, there are none. <laughs> I actually told my husband that the other day. We were outside and we were putting up, we were, you know what? I'm going to sound just like a real fucking douche right now. Ooh, we I were can't putting, wait. We were rearranging the TV that we have outside, right? Doesn't that just sound so... <laughs> Just like, <laughs> we, we were like, who am to, I? Yeah, no, I who, yeah, I don't know. Who, who so am I? Yeah. From time to time, I'll tell people I have to go pick up my um, Aussie poo from doggy daycare, and then and then I'm like, this is why the white kids made fun of me in high school. This is because oh, yeah. they knew who I was um, gonna be as an adult. Yeah, 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 yeah. I never wondered why. <laughs> I just thought it was unfair. <laughs> they couldn't see the potential so behind these eyes. Tell me about this TV you have out there. So anyway, so we were watching the TV and they, my husband and his nephew, his nephew's visiting from Florida, which I'm like, do you never want to go back? He was like, sort of. I was like, you yeah. can always stay here. You know, we um, talk about, we have a whole floor. I don't know. Oh, how they do don't it even in get me a going. How the ocean, how, how a great flood hasn't taken Florida yet. I'm actually upset about it. So, um, it, yeah, anyway, continue. Anyways, so I'm out there and I'm, I'm looking and my husband's uh, talking to him and he's, they're watching like ESPN or something, Sports Center, and he's telling her, he's telling his nephew, he's like, you know, 
he's talking about the guy on the screen and then he talks about the females who usually that come in every, every once in a while. And I go, right. you know, you know, what's unfair. I said, I feel like men get a lot of like goodness. You guys get like beautiful sports casters and you get like, <laughs> if a doctor is a woman, she's beautiful. And there is that a woman is a lawyer. She's usually attractive. And even though she's like plain Jane, she's still like a very beautiful woman. Not us women. We just get uggos and trolls across the fucking board. I have never walked into a gynecologist and been like, whoa, whoa. Uh-oh, he's very attractive. How's this going to go about? I've never had one fucking lawyer that I've met and been like, oh my, oh my God, McSteamy, they must call you McSteamy. And David, you're attractive. Not the fucking point. Thank you. You know exactly what I mean. You know for a fact that you work with at least five solid uggos. Five solid fucking uggos. So you're like, the minute I said it, you were like, yep. Yeah, yeah, Not yeah. one sportscaster that anyone's ever been watching and been like, oh my God, look at Terry. Oh. Ooh, that bobby spot really got me going. The thing is, we can get the thing. I completely agree, men. We can get by on we, you know, like people will allow us. There's a whole thing. Okay, here's the thing. Because I remember the first lawyer I worked for talked about how attractive and I think it was like personable you are allowed to be and still be considered competent. Right. And men have very wide latitude to be. You can be ugly and mean and still be thought of as competent as a man. Or you can be happy-go-lucky, smiley all the time and still be thought of as competent as a man. Women have to stay in this very small range of like likable enough and attractive enough, but not too attractive. Right. And also competent to be considered actually competent. But, but not too competent. Yes, exactly. Like but you not, still got it? Not, right. more, not more competent than a man. Absolutely not. Absolutely <laughs> not. So no, it is, yeah, I, I'm 100, hashtag believe women. I'm on yeah. board. What, what can I, I say to get out want, of this I just don't want uggos. I just don't want uggos. I mean, I don't oh, even yeah. need a hashtag. I just need, I just <laughs> want like no ESPN to just, yeah. they don't even need to hire me. Just run through who you're hiring. And I'll be like, no, no, no. I don't care. I don't care what he won. I don't care that he got a Grammy. I don't care that he got an Emmy. I don't care you know, that he was on MTV. Next, next, next. I need some pretty faces to look at. I feel like this is a movement that could really catch on online. Mm-hmm. I feel like you could yeah. get this going. Oh, and here's the thing. Okay, here's why I didn't do Twitter initially. Because this reminds me of Twitter. The mm-hmm. thing with Twitter, and I find myself slipping into it, is that Twitter runs on snark. It is so easy to just be like... I think all the time about like, I could burn this person right now. And so, and I, I try to remain a positive person. It's very difficult to do, but I tried to do it. Mm -hmm. And so this is why I didn't tweet very often. And now I have sort of abandoned that. I'm the, what I'm telling you is I'm becoming a worse person. And so, no, absolutely. (laughs) Well, if you're going to be an awful trash person, Twitter is the place to go. Yeah, no, you have to. Positive. I go on Instagram and I'm like, look at this puppy. Oh, Uh, save the world. Hashtag bless. And then I go right over to Twitter two seconds later. And I'm just like, you all should die. Say <laughs> next door. <laughs> yeah, it's it's who you are on each different one. Correct. On Facebook, I'm a family man. Instagram, I'm a comedy man. Right. Twitter, I'm a troll. You know, it's just, just a it's tro- a persona. I'm an old white lady named Betty, and I just <laughs> exactly. I'm coming for you. I'm gonna let you know the biz. You know, exactly. Yeah, it's a whole yes, persona. Yes. I might hunch over when I get on yeah. there. Yeah. 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 There's a thing. Yeah. I kind of have a. Um, I'm I'm developing like a, a, a suspicious old man persona a, yeah. a little bit. Like when I see like teenage, there were these teenagers walking back and forth in front of my house yesterday, and I just was like, I was pacing in front of our our Bayview window, just like, who who are these kids? What are they up to? What are you doing? Like I I was a second right. away from going out there 
and telling them to go home. And this oh. is who I am now. Oh, I so. turned into, I've turned into my mother because um, there were some kids and they were in our front property. Um, it, we have like some really big old um, pine trees, but going further in, we have like a lot of nice landscape. But uh, yes. because I'm a paranoid person, just off rip um yeah. there's rocks so i can hear the fucking devil coming okay so <laughs> i heard all this rustling and the dogs are going fucking nuts and then of course you just hear i'm sure outside my neighbors think i'm talking about you hear me scream <laughs> and so i'm like looking they're not stopping so i'm like we live in a fucking cul-de-sac we don't have three traffic so i open up the blinds and i'm like oh there's kids in the front of our yard uh, like i leave i'm like whatever they probably you know dropped something or kicked a ball and then Five minutes later, I'm still hearing the barking. Go back, and they're still in the yard. And like a fucking insane person, I'm just <laughs> slamming on the fucking window, just knocking on it. I just open the door up and like, hey guys, what's going on? Nope. But like a psychopath, I like my mother. I channeled my mother's evil spirit, and I just yes, was like yes. banging on the window. And the little boys looked so scared, and they were like, "Oh, we dropped something, and it flew. Like the wind took it, and we're just trying to find it in your butt." I was like, oh, "Okay." No, no. When you hit your thirties, you just become a crazy person, and you're oh, you're yeah. so you're somewhat unapologetic about it like yeah we were on a walk the other day and my son was running ahead of me and he started running towards this driveway and i could see a car backing out of the driveway oh god and so i just like screamed his name in this like primal like i summoned like satan you know the power of satan <laughs> through my body right and then i <laughs> screamed his name out and he stopped immediately so much so that he started crying and didn't forgive me for the rest of the walk right and the woman who was backing the car out who's like in her 20s was like she got out of the car and she's like jeez like, like why would you scream like that and it was like <laughs> i remember being her i remember thinking like that person is out of control they need right. to get some help they but need some I anger management now. yeah oh, now i'm it. on the other yeah. side yeah well <laughs> because like, now like in my 30s i was just starting to pick up on the anger but much like learning to how to ride a bike i didn't know how to direct it yet right i just yes, yeah. get, like the, yeah get it <laughs> The guy at 7-Eleven could get you it. You were like, Eminem. I didn't know. Right, yes. I was Eminem. Eminem on the Kamikaze album. Absolutely. I was blonde-haired Eminem because there is a very... <laughs> There's a, a difference. That's difference. true. Right. You were talking okay. about killing Kim, putting her in the trunk. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Okay. And then okay. I got to like 35, and yeah. now obviously we're all in the downswing to 40, that yes. I was like, oh, I know exactly where to channel this. Yeah, yeah. That's now I'm Eminem like... with the black hair and the beard. Yeah. I'm making yeah. shit happen. Exactly. You got sober. You started making some some inspirational songs. I yes. get it. That you're yes. that Eminem now. Yeah. Yes. No. I think that's the cycle, and I and I'm I like it. And I also, I am also, if you can't tell, a little sad that Eminem is aging. <laughs> I've been I do with not Eminem care for, for the while. new Eminem. I do not I, like the fact that he has a black beard. Um, <laughs> I think if you're going to commit to a bit, you commit to a bit. For, for your whole John. career. Look at Elton yes. John. Elton John yeah. is an old white lady now. He used that to be an true. old gay man. Okay, he had colorful glasses and just like stilettos, and like fish in his stilettos. Yes. We were like, yes, Elton. Yes, he yes. Got older and married and got a bit like kudos. Yeah. That's what you're yeah. supposed to do. But if you continue, if you want to continue to get on that stage, I mean, <laughs> you got to commit to the bit. And you know what Elton did? Elton, at any point, Elton could have been like, you know what? Well, how about you guys, instead of uh, really tight leather pants, how about a nice trouser? How about a yeah, nice exactly. like, khaki? <laughs> And a converse How or a band. Yeah. Just Black like something front, no a pleats. No pleats. Yeah, just something yeah. a little bit more comfortable for me. Yeah. No, Elton was like, I'm committing to this bit. I can barely see the audience with these fucking sunglasses on. Okay. But I, I am in this that. to win this. You know what yes. I mean? 
Yeah, no, I get that. There is something to be said for that, for the committing to the bit. Oh, absolutely. I understand that. That's yeah. why I cannot, I refuse uh, to support Eminem any longer. Uh, he did not commit <laughs> to his bit. So I'm out I'm, as a fan. I still ride with Eminem. He's, Do you? He's, it's kind of funny because he has matured, but not that much. <laughs> so. He's a sociopath. So <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. like a sociopath maturing in prison. You're like, you interview him 20 years later. It's like, how are things going? You're like, well, I've learned uh, Spanish. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah. how are your murderous tendencies? Oh no, those are still there. I exactly. Just know, I, know how to, I know how to control them better now. That's <laughs> that is it. I know where to aim them now. I know Correct. how it goes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So how's it going with the kiddos being home? Are they just like pent up? Or are they kind of sad? Or Oof, they are. Um, so <laughs> my my daughter is she, so she's seven. She's in second grade. And so she misses school a little bit, but not enough. She misses the people. So she'll talk about her friends from time to time. But if I ask her if she wants to go back to school, she's like, later loser. Yeah, it's a hard no. It's a hard no. And my yeah. son is, so he's three and he's more like a, um, like, like oh, yeah, an old man. Him, you guys had him back to back. Yeah, yeah, they were pretty close. You know, yeah. the the thing is that I was really, um, I was kind of, so I have a joke about how I didn't want children. Like, that's like the premise of the joke. And that is not a joke. It's the premise, but right. it's actually a true premise. Right. Like, right. like, I lobbied to not have, like, I was right. like, I came to my wife with like, I was spitting science. Like, I, right. I was like, look, do you know that that people who have kids have higher levels of anxiety, depression, and stress, and... That parents will say that they're happy that they have kids, but a study out of Sweden in 1986 actually found that they were overcompensating because they were so unhappy. I was, and I came you were, with the, the, You were bringing yeah, fast facts. Yeah, the numbers, I was like, you know, it costs $418,000 according to the US government to raise a child from zero to 18. Do you have that kind of money? No. So I, I tried. I really and they want that up front. They want that up front. No, no, yeah. I asked if we could do installments. They said no. No, no. They laughed. They scoffed, and they walked away. Yeah. No, we took out a home, a home mortgage, a second on the home. Yeah, yeah. But the point is, so my my son is kind of like a, he's like a grizzled old man who's been at war. Like, like he came up to me one day and he was just like, like, and he doesn't have an English accent, but he does for this bit. He was just like, Papa. Papa, I I can't remember what my school looks like anymore. <laughs> it was like it was the saddest thing. I was like, "Hey, buddy, we can go look at it if you want." <laughs> like, oh, it's so sad. He's, he's been out of it for two months. He's been out of school for like two months now, and he's like, "I can't remember what it looks like." <laughs> it what it like, looks like? Yeah, I can't remember what school looks like anymore. And it was oh. that was a very sad moment for me for some reason. I don't know, and that could be because you know, like I mean, two months is like. 50% of his life. And I'm not good at math. He's three right. years old. So right. well, clearly we already know that you're not good at math. Yeah. You know, college algebra, it checks out. Um, right. Really hung up on that college algebra. Yeah. It really, and so, it really scarred you. <laughs> so now there's the fight to keep them basically off of, um, they each have an iPad and it's just a fight to keep them off of those every day. It's yeah. just them. It's like crack for them. Every day we get home and they're just like, you know, we'll go out to the park and have like a Nerf gun fight or whatever. We'll come home and they're like, hey, can we play iPad now? And you're just like, you don't really have a good reason why they can't outside of the damage to their brains. But you're just right. trying to like come up with like, no, not right now. And like, I try and pawn it off on my wife. I'll be like, not right now. And they'll be like, why? And I'm like, what? Ask your mom. I don't, what? Like, I yeah. just don't. 
I don't engage it, you know? Right, you just ignore it. You're like, I don't know. If it were up to me, you could yeah. the iPad. But it's not. It's up to your mom. And you know, she read yeah. some article in Time Magazine, and now it's dropped. So go talk to her. Have her show you the article so she could understand. Yeah, I wish I could help you out, sweetie. But, you know, mom, mommy is the real, you know? It's, and that's, that's real parenthood, I think. It's just pawning things off on each other. That's it. And then when the Until kids are like, you know, when your wife comes in, she's like, David, did you tell the children that I... And you're like, honey, you know these children lie all the time. Yeah, yeah. They're exactly. liars. They're little liars. That's what we created. Remember when I came to you with that fucking article and I said we shouldn't have fucking kids? And on line 55, it said the they're known liars. And you that were just like, you're being ridiculous. Things. Well, now it's yes. not funny. So <laughs> Everybody's lying. In our, our house is basically house of cards. Yeah. Throwback reference. Hashtag me too. Before uh, me too. I loved I that show. It was a great show. It was. I didn't watch the final season. I After he was gone, I was like, well, no. no I was I like, I got to be true to the homies. This is why. Exactly. Like, yeah. 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 I I just felt dirty. Every time I saw it, I was like, even now when I see it, I'm like, Ooh, Yeah. Oh, we got past that. Yeah. Well, and now Kevin Spacey is like apparently like he'll pop up every like half a year with a video. Have you not him. watched them on YouTube? I had so the, him in character is that what you're talking about? Yes, Frank? by the fireplace where he's like stoking <laughs> yes. the fire. He's like, "Hello yes. there, didn't see me. Just like, oh, you thought I was gone." Yeah. I was like, "Sir, who are you and why? <laughs> why?" I like to. Th- I like to think that he is method and that like uh, he was in that character when he got fired and he can't get out of it. <laughs> and so, so he has just been that character for two years. I hope he goes to court to and to- that is his character. I really do. <laughs> Yana, this is a travesty of the highest order. It would be. Oh my God. I, that's my thought. On it. I have theories. I have great. a lot of theories. That would be great. He's like legitimately trying to get in touch with the, the president of the United States. Like, truly, <laughs> we need to deal with this. Yeah. Exactly. Oh my yeah. God. So, that is so funny. Yeah. There are some kooks out there that really keep us kind of um, going. But it's hard for little kids. I always feel really hard. Be- it's hard because it's hard to explain a pandemic to a child. Yes. You oh, know, yeah, our yeah. kids older. So it's easier to say, well, like, these are the fast facts. And we yeah, yeah part and this is something that you'll look back and tell your kids yep. about but you know little kids don't give a shit they're like well, yeah and what Girl, you say yours you is a fifth grader she no she's uh, a freshman she well now she's going to be a sophomore oh yeah. my goodness okay so she actually knows like what's going on and like, yeah no she 100 okay. knows what's going on so it makes okay. it a little bit easier because we do my husband and i do try to sit down and talk with her at least at least once a week about it, just like check in. How are you feeling? How are you doing? Yeah. You know, when you're a teenager, it's just life is hard in general. It really yes. is. I never want to go back to being a teenager. So many emotions. I yeah, no. The fact that I have to watch my children become teenagers and go through that is going to be like, I'll have PTSD from that. Like just watching yeah. them go through that. I'll but you'll like, do it I'm better. So sorry. You'll do it I hope better. So. Yeah. And I don't yeah. mean that our parents did a bad job. I don't mean to yeah. insinuate that at all. But yeah, yeah. there is something like some sort of vulnerability that our generation just kind of naturally has. Um, I agree. Our parents just didn't have that. I don't remember yeah. my mom ever coming to me. I mean, I remember her saying things like, it won't always be this way or you'll yeah. be and things will change. But I don't ever remember her sitting down and being like, well, there's this one time. Yeah, yeah. When no, I was no. your age and there was this other time. Yeah. And, no. You know, to really I, help me like, get through yes you just thought your parents were like you've been this way all the time you've always been perfect and yeah right now i'll tell my right i'll tell my daughter we were leaving her piano lessons and they like leave a um the door that we go in through locks after hours and so they leave a rock there we're walking out and she goes 
who put a rock in the damn door? And I was like, I was like, uh, I was like, sweetie, you probably shouldn't say damn. And then she turns, she like wheels around on me and goes, you and mommy say it. So, and I was just like, and I thought about like, I would have gotten a swift backhand to the, oh, to the, to the head, you know. For and sure. Instead, instead, what she gets is like, you know, you're right. Mommy and daddy can be hypocrites sometimes and we should work on that. Here's a puppy. Like it's a different <laughs> way of parenting than our parents yeah. did. Uh-huh. So. Oh yeah. It's so different. And it's, I, I do find myself being more patient in the sense that, up until she had teenage, like up until she became a teenager, you know, it was like, just like everyone else, you treat your kids, you want to raise them not mm-hmm. to be a complete asshole. Um, but then once she turned like 12, 13, and I could see all of the hormones kicking in, that's when I had pity. And I was just like, yeah. you know, she would come to me like losing her mind. I'd be like, Hey, can you hand me that cup? And she was like, a cup? You know, yeah. I and I was like, Whoa. Yeah. 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 And then later it's... I go and talk to her and I'm like, these are hormones. So that's super normal. Yeah. You're yeah. path about cups. You're just hormones. <laughs> I had to actually, I had to call my dad, sir. When I was a kid, if he called my name, what? I had to come and say, sir. like, I, like I was a soldier in his African army, you know, <laughs> like, like a child soldier. Like we have checked the perimeter. Yes, sir. Anything else? Like, it was terrible. And when I told my wife that, she's like, I cannot believe that. Like, she thinks that put, like, a permanent wall between me and my dad. Right, right, right. The fact that you had to address him like he was, like, your lieutenant or sergeant. I've never been in the military. I don't know a lot about the world, as I'm proving on this podcast. Right. But the point is, it's like... And you have a horrible memory, unless it's for just really great dancing montage movies. But your dad's a pretty big, like, intense kind of guy. Where, like, yeah, I could see you calling him sir. Like, maybe yeah, anyone yeah, else, yeah. maybe not. But, like, your dad, yeah. I could definitely see. It's weird, though, because he's, he's, like, mellowing now. He's, like, he? he's all sentimental, and he wants to be yeah. my friend now, and he'll call me up. He watched a movie the other day. It was, um, what was that movie? Uh, the Paper Chase. It's one of, it's one of, like, three movies about law school. The other one I can think of, Legally Blonde, classic. But he watched The Paper Chase, and he wanted to talk to me about if that's what law school was really like. So he just called me up, and we talked for, like, an hour, and he was just, like, like it's like he's a mellow old man now. And I hear that that Aww. happens because the, uh, the, what's the man hormone? <laughs> I don't know, but I was like, no, testosterone, testosterone drops off as you yeah. get older mm-hmm. and it can like lower aggression. And so I think that's what, I think my father's losing testosterone. Yeah, no, How for did sure. we end up here? No, How he really, he really is. Well, and I think as a parent, it might, my, my husband's father did that and it really like fucked with him. He was just like, he kept coming to me and being like, I don't know, he's being so nice. I was like, was your dad not nice before? No. No, he was just intense. He was intense. He's my dad. He was like, he always seemed annoyed that I was around and born. Um, He always seemed annoyed that I was asking simple questions. Like, have you seen the broom? Mom wants me to sweep. Like, just anything. You know, because obviously now as adults, we know he was just probably working a lot and stressed out. Yeah. Yeah. And you're the main provider and everything falls on you. It's very stressful. But a kid doesn't know that. They don't understand the concept. So even as an adult, he was like, this is weird. Yeah, I feel like with our parents' generation, their thing was like basically like you're not gonna stop my life, and then they they just like kept going. Whereas I've like completely changed my life for my kids. Like I bought my house based on where it was because of the school district. I like I make sure they have snacks and toys. I'm worried about things. My pet like I just got just got dragged along to anything my parents were doing. It did not matter. So yeah, like I knew. If like my parents never had alcohol in the house and they never had like cigarettes. Oh, mine either. Like, no. Ever, 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 nope. ever. Um, I've never my seen parents, my parents drink. 
I, I saw my dad throw up. I heard him throw up once. And when you're a child and you don't know the referencing behind that, it's terrifying. I was like, well, this yes. guy's dying. He's, he's dying, dead. clearly. He's, <laughs> he's the weaker. I, Mom did say he was the weaker one, so this makes sense. <laughs> um, but later on down the road, I was probably like 16 when they got divorced. And my mom moved into an apartment, which was like a new concept for us. We'd always mm-hmm. lived in really nice homes. And I was used mm-hmm. to living in a home. And so I remember my mom just like finding her quote unquote second wind in life and just like just like gone girls like got you you girls good like she and her like the mom we always had um, yes she'd be like did you do your homework we'd be like yes and she'd be like okay well you guys are all settled in mama's about to go to the club and i was like what like wait a minute you mean we're gonna go to bed and you're gonna leave she was like oh yeah and i'm like when are you coming back tbd <laughs> <laughs> don't know when the See, club that, shuts down you know that is a phase that i am glad so i used to actually kind of like root for my parents to get divorced when i was a kid because it <laughs> sounded like such a good deal i'll have right. two houses i'll have right. two christmases i'll get twice as much stuff it's going to be great uh and so i would kind of root for that and now as an adult i'm kind of like well i'm glad that didn't happen oh and especially yeah. probably for that reason if i had to watch my parents like date and get out there I don't want to be trying to date at the same time as my parents are dating. I don't need to be swapping tips with my dad. That's not, no, that is not the way. No, there's nothing God more intended. embarrassing than being a child when you're 16 and coming out of your room and being like, God damn it, mom. I've asked you a hundred times not to leave your shoes all over the place. Oh, let me guess. Somebody came in late. I didn't hear you. I didn't hear you come in. Oh, okay. So you just think it's cool to get drunk till three in the morning and then strip all the way to your bedroom? Exactly. You know what? I'm going to go to school, but when I get back, this shit better be cleaned. Okay? <laughs> we are going to have a long talk about this. Very long talk about this. Yeah. This is not yeah. right behavior. Okay? Yeah, exactly. Yes, yeah. yeah. So and that was always that... interesting. Yes. Yeah. And you get to that role reversal point eventually with your parents. In my 20s, I think, was when I started being like, I got to talk to my parents about this stuff. I got to like turn them around a little bit. But Yeah, I just keep threatening point, to put her in a home. I'm like, I will put you in a home. Shh. Oh, yes. Yeah, no, yeah. no. The home, yes. The home threat is nice. It's nice to have that in mm-hmm, the back pocket. Because mm-hmm. I would the, never put her in a home. Like, I would never put her in a home. I would just take yeah. care of her old ass. Yeah, but, like, yeah. I just want her to know, though, like when, <laughs> well, like, when I was a kid, I got the power here. You got nothing, yes, man. Yeah. You got nothing going on. I know you <laughs> planned well. You planned poorly. Because my <laughs> sisters and I all flipped a fucking quarter, bro, and I won. So you are. You better keep it straight, and you better keep it tight. Better I haven't. I haven't started the the home threat yet. I want it to have maximum impact the first time I bring it up. I yeah. I want it to be a realistic threat. I want them to be in their 80s probably, and you know I'll bring it up the first time ever. And right. maybe you know it's possible that that will cause them to have a heart attack. But that's you know that's the risk you take. That's the risk you game. take. I mean it's you know risk, you don't you know? like you're not God. You're no, not God. No. You don't know what's gonna happen. No, they know who I was. They knew who I was. They knew I was. exactly who you were when <laughs> they, knew when they had was. you. They knew who they raised, <laughs> sir. Excuse me, sir. Do you want to go to a home? Well, then act right. <laughs> Keep it down. Who's, who's sir now? What's what? Exactly. What, what'd you call me? Eat your oatmeal <laughs> and less talk. More eating of oatmeal, sir. <laughs> So my parents will not be listening to this. Yeah, oh, <laughs> ever. So no, yeah, no. Are you kidding? My family members don't listen. That's the only reason why I'm like, I'm going to put that old lady in a fucking home. Fuck her. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, she'll never hear this. She doesn't even know how to get on. She said to me, I support you and whatever this podcast thing is. I don't know. Whatever this, I heard you're on a speaker of some sort in the car. Yeah. Some sort of internet thing. I was like, yeah, just keep thinking that. You crazy old yeah, absolutely. I, uh, I have a joke. Uh, entitled Back That Ass Up Jesus. 
And <laughs> my parents came to, to, the, to the club one night and I performed that joke. And my mom immediately, she had it in her purse, immediately gave me a pamphlet on Jesus Christ after that. Was it really? <laughs> she called me over and she was like, and in that joke, I sort of perform, like the joke is about like, uh, it's about how to make a Christian song and the fact that a Christian song is essentially a normal song, like a Christian pop song is a normal song, but you swap Jesus in for the name of whoever you're singing to. Thank and then, you. And then Thank I perform, <laughs> then I and perform then the chorus. Like, Amens and praise the Lord. Yeah. And then I, so in the joke, I perform the chorus of Back That Ass Up by Juvenile and I put Jesus in the, in the chorus. And so oh, my mom, <laughs> that oh, made my great. mom fearful for my mortal soul, immediately right. pulled out a pamphlet and handed it to me. DJ, she calls me DJ. DJ, I'm so, you know, you perform the rap part of that so well, so well. Praise, but here, praise. you should probably read this. <laughs> and, right. I actually, and here's how much parental guilt I have. I still have that pamphlet at home. I have yeah, not yet read it. That was six months ago. I still have That is hilarious. I, I love that you took it. it and you were just like, I'll give it a spin when I get it. Absolutely, <laughs> exactly. Mama. Absolutely, well, mama. You know, Anything I, you want. When I hit rock bottom, I figure that's going to be, I'm going to reach into a pair of jeans one night right. when I'm hungover. I'm going to pull it out. And that's, that's the moment, you know, that's the moment when I'm going to decide mom is going to a home after mm-hmm. all. So. There she is. <laughs> <laughs> exactly well when you That's start doing stand up again start like just keep it just keep it on you so that way it's yeah. almost like a like a good luck charm and exactly. then if you have a bad set pull it out you got options exactly yeah. always got options on you at all times yeah jesus in your pocket it's nice oh well i'm glad that everything is going well with you guys i know it's hard just being down on lockup and it's so hard comedically being hard being on lockdown because you know <sighs> Yeah, I want to get out there amongst the people, but it'll, you know what, we here in Nevada, though, are doing a good job. The governor has us on a 14-day countdown until some things open. I don't know what that is. Yeah. And we're going to beat this thing together. Positivity. We really really are. We really are. We are not going to be. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Thank you so much. Um, okay, do you want to plug anything? Do you want to plug anything? <laughs> yes, okay. So uh, you can check me out on Instagram at DGJ Comedy. That is David Gamble Jr. at DGJ Comedy. I'm also on Twitter under my normal, just full name, at David Gamble Jr. Uh, JR is Jr. on that, at David Gamble Jr. on Twitter. And I will be uh, probably on some Zoom shows, <laughs> Zoom comedy shows coming up. So uh, check out my Instagram and Twitter. I will, I will put out the word when those happen. Oh, yeah. fun. I will, um, you guys know, I'll link it in the bio so that way they can just click on it. And on our Instagram, when I post this, I will also post all your handles underneath so people can just- Thank see. you. You have a website yet? I don't. I keep toying with whether I should get Be a one. professional, David. <laughs> Websites to me kind of feel like email. Like texting was the next thing after You email. need Jesus. Why do we still have email? Go get that pamphlet. Okay, <laughs> go get that pamphlet. I will, okay. I will consider doing a website. As All right, well. How about fine. <laughs> Thank you so much, though, for being on the show. Yes, we really do appreciate me. it. We'll have to have you on again. Um, you're, just, you're always so much fun. So once everything's open back up and we can have you in the studio, it'll be a good yes. time. You guys, yes. thank you for tuning in again for another episode. You know, you can follow us on Instagram at The Hate Journals. Of course, Twitter, Hate Journals, and our website, thehatejournals.com. We love you guys, and we will see you next time. Bye. Thanks again, David, for coming on the podcast. We definitely need some things to laugh at now. Again, thanks, you guys, for hanging in there with the audio. I know it was a little 
It was a little much, but uh, you guys got the gist of it. We wanted something this week for you guys to laugh at, and of course, we will release our regular scheduled episode on Friday. Here's some little fun outtakes we had. We love you guys, and we will see you soon. Bye. Hi. Hey, what's up? How are you? You know. <laughs> <laughs> I, liked, I liked your message. You were like, I have to escape from here. I've <laughs> got have. to get out. Like a murderer was coming. I, I, I did. got to get out of here. I did a living room workout this morning. And at some point, both of my kids just came in there like, we want to work out with you. And yeah, I, well, that was your fault. Duh. Yeah. Uh, I'll, yeah. I'll, yeah. I'm not, yeah, yeah. We can't blame anyone for that. That's my fault for trying to keep it tight during a quarantine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> There's a reason why you see people running on the side of the street in the middle of the night and it's two degrees out. They're like, you know what? It's better than being in that fucking house. Yes. With yes. Those I agree. I agree. Yeah. With those people.